Welcome to Pull Up a Chair and Let's Talk Care. So it was in January that I decided to do a post, um, not a post, sorry, a podcast about planning. And the reason for that was I got for Christmas, I got a planner and it was about planning your year. And I had this idea that I would use it and I'd plan what I was doing. And ultimately I, I did all right initially and then sort of trailed off a little bit. Not for any reason, I'd just like to add, just because I've never been a diary writer or a calendar holder or a wall planner person. Um, but I've got it out again today, thinking, we're in April. Come on, Maxine, you can do this. You can use this planner and you can set yourself some goals and you can try and use it. And I have used it, don't get me wrong, uh, just not consistently um, for the last four months. Um, now and again, I've used it. And, it, and, and it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, it's absolute, absolute beautiful planner. Um, and, but it's not been consistent. And it is that thing, isn't it, that you set yourself goals, you, January arrives, doesn't it, and, and you think, oh, I'm gonna set myself these goals and I'm going to achieve them and, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm, and you have all this vision of um, achievement and success and you know you might meet them a little bit and that's that, that's absolutely fine <laughs> but you might not meet them at all or they adapt they change things get in the way or motivation walks out the door and leaves you there or you may just feel not quite ready and that's absolutely fine. For me, it was more feeling of meh. A little bit of meh. The motivation to continue to do it was clouded by health issues, pain, chronic pain. And just that feeling of where do I want to be? What do I want to do? the challenges within work, within being self-employed, what do I want to do as a business? And just thinking about the future within, thinking about moving house uh, and lots of other little things. And so it sort of clouded my thought process of, of planning and sort of, there was too much in some sense, there was too much clutter within the mind to then process what I want to do. So I've had a thought. I'm not going to think about everything all at once. I'm gonna take one thing and just plan that. I'm gonna step back a little bit. I'm gonna focus on one thing and just plan that thing and not take everything all at once and break it down. Sounds a little bit, you know. Got a bit of mindfulness going on there. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Mindfulness, thought processing. I don't know. However, I am going to do it. I'm going to try and focus on one thing at a time. Sorry, I don't know that one. 
that's my Alexa talking to me just because she thinks she can be involved in my conversations. These electronics seem to believe that they can have an input in our life. And also it means that it's a two-way podcast, doesn't it? Great. Let Alexa be involved. Why not? <laughs> it's just one of those things. Anyway, I'm not going to delete it. I can't, you know, it's one of those things. But I just think we sometimes have to realise that when there's too much going on, it's more difficult to see the wood for the trees and to focus on what's the most important. So for me, I'm going to take some time to think about what do I want out of what's going on. And, and one of the successes that I want to bring up is that I I am attention to care is still functional just it's still there it's still working I still have work and it's still going and it's plodding on it may not be in the way I want it to be but it's still there I'm still lucky enough to get freelance work through um, qualification writing and um, consultancy which is the way I want to go um, without a doubt and I'm still able to have an input in the care industry it's just that I need to decide where I want to take attention to care which is my business but I also want to think about where I want to take my pull up a chair and let's talk care side of my my life the point is one of the things I've always wanted to do was have a side where it's about providing support, guidance, um, a one-stop shop in some sense to offer, you know, snippets of success, of um, opportunities, of, um, you know, just have you tried this? You know, have you tried that? Um, advice on what to do, where to go, who to contact, how to deal with difficult situations, building resilience. And I still want to look into that, but I can't do everything. And that's what I've realized. I still have passion about care that's never changed and that will never change care has been my life for over 30 years it will always be part of me and i will always want to be part of the care industry regardless of the frustration that comes with being part of that industry and there are frustrations there's frustrations every single day i watch the news every single day and become frustrated with the lack of value that a government puts on care that people don't get it don't understand and we have the same arguments we have the same issues every day and nobody seems to understand that they're forgetting that there are people that are at crisis point, that there are people that are working so hard to keep the care industry above water, for, to stop it from drowning. 
that we need to be more aware of that. And that, regardless of that, I'm still in it. Because when you're, when you've worked in care for that long, it's hard to leave it. It's hard to remove yourself from it fully. So you, you commit yourself to it. And so even though I may step away from a certain area of care, I still want to be in it. It's just that for me, part of my thought process of my planning and looking at this planner is to decide where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And I still want to do this. I still want to try and build this podcast. I just need to decide where I want to take it. And I need to be committed to it. And I need, and to be committed to it, I need to get an idea of what it is about, really. It's an interesting time to be in in life for me. Um, care has always been part of my life. It's always been something that I am passionate about and something that sometimes has taken over my life. Not always for the better, and I'd like to add that. that I'd say sometimes I've, it's taken over to the point of where it's all been all-consuming. And that's the thing about care. And I think many people who work in care know that sometimes the care industry can take over fully and there can be a lack of work-life balance within the care industry. I know many registered managers or many care workers that actually find themselves doing time after time at extra shifts, shifts upon shifts upon shifts, or find themselves being called at three o'clock in the morning to go out and sit with somebody who's at the end of life. And we do that because we know we don't want people to be alone. I've done it throughout my career and even though it's possibly been my best day's work sat with somebody whilst they've been at the, their end of life, it's also taken away from my family. And I get that and I understand that. But it is an industry that brings with it a lot of fulfilment, but also a lot of distress. And one of the key things that's why I want to look at it and look at where I want to go is about understanding that resilience we need to build and certainly, I think, over the last few years within the care industry where we have lacked the financial support and the understanding of the government to understand what actual social care is, we need to be making sure we are more visible, people are more aware of what we are, where we are and where we fit within society and the vital the vital services we provide throughout society and that people need to understand it's not just about elderly care it's more than elderly care it's support for mental health it's support for learning disabilities it's support support for people in homes it's support for care family carers it's support for people who are accessing college, for children. It's support to enable people to be independent within society. It's support for people that go out to work and manage their own lives. 
it's support for people who are physically disabled that just need support to get up in the morning and then they go and be a lawyer or a barrister or a optometrist or whatever they just need the, the support to get ready to go and do that it's so much more social care is so much more and people need to understand that it's not about just providing washing somebody or feeding somebody and we don't feed people by the way we assist people to eat we don't wash people, we assist people, support people, enable people to wash. It's more than that. We, within the care industry, are here to ensure that people have the best outcome-based care that they want, that they need, that they hope for. To do that, we need a government that understands that. And at the moment, we don't have one. And so we need to be more visible. We need to be shouting from the rooftop for that. We need to be making sure people understand what social care is. And we need to be given the value that the NHS are giving. And sometimes we're not. And that's the honest truth. So in some sense, for me, at the moment, I'm in my planning phase. I say my planning phase. My planning phase is about thinking one thing at a time, deciding where I want to go with that one thing at a time and going from there. And that's where I want to be. And that's what I'm going to be doing. So the planner is still here. It is still in place. It is still in existence. I know it was in January we spoke about it. It may not have been used as often as I want it to be, but it is going to be. And I'm going to try and focus on one thing at a time. And that's absolutely fine because it's not a failing, it's just a glitch in the planning. And we're allowed to do that. We're allowed to reinvent ourselves. We're allowed to adapt and change. And we're allowed to start again because that's what builds our resilience and that's what allows us to grow and build more strength to deal with difficult situations it also helps our well-being it also helps us realize that actually do you know what we're all just human and it also means that we don't have to beat ourselves up for not doing something we thought we were going to be doing. Because sometimes realisation that actually, do you know what? In the grand scheme of things, does it matter? Have I hurt anybody by not filling in this planet? No, did I miss an appointment? No, I didn't. Well, I don't think I did. If I did, let me know. <laughs> I don't think I did. But I am going to look at the podcast and obviously my business. Um, and they're the two things that I need to decide on. The health thing is something different. There is movement on that. So hopefully, fingers crossed everybody, fingers, legs, whatever you've got, please cross them for me, um, that we will get some success with the chronic pain. But there is lots going on. And 
even though it's slow. You know, we are getting there. And that's that's honestly absolutely fine. I'm, ha- I'm you know, we are what we are and we're doing what we're doing. Um, but I am coming back with this podcast. Some of you might be thinking, why? Well, you know, I've missed it, actually. I don't know why I stopped. I, I, you know, there was no reason to stop doing it. I just lost my way a little bit, I suppose. Lost my way. Or I just lost a focus on it, or I didn't know what I wanted to say. But I've always got a lot to say. And I suppose it doesn't matter whether people want to hear it, does it? It's about me and it's about what I want to say and what I want to share. And there are people that still want to talk with me. So I need to get back out there. I need to get talking. I need to shout from the rooftops. I need to get my voice heard, I suppose. And I need to keep pushing for care to be more visible. And that's what Pull Up A Chair and Let's Talk Care is all about. It's always been about that. It's always been about just talking. It always was. When I initially thought about it, when back in back, when Pull Up A Chair and Let's Talk Care came, it was about thinking back to when Pull Up A Chair, the first part of that sentence came to fruition was from my friend Valerie. When we used to think about, oh, pull up a chair and it's going to take a while. That's where it stemmed from. When we used to talk about having a chat and she used to put on these funny voices. Oh, pull up a chair and this is going to take a while. And we used to be really bad. And the conversations which I can't share um, that we used to have. And in some sense, pull up a chair and let's talk care is in memory of Valerie. Because that's really where that first part of that sentence starts from. And so, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. So we'll get back to it. I can't promise it's going to be weekly. I'm not promising that it's going to be as regular. It's going to be when I have something to say. Because then it's natural. And I suppose it's organic then. And it's not false and it's not made up just like today i felt like doing it i had something to say and i thought i'd just record and i suppose that's the ultimate reason behind pull up a chair and let's talk care so thank you for joining me thank you for listening and we will see you again or hear me again on pull up a chair and let's talk care